Hi everybody, welcome to the I Love Carbs podcast. My name is Leslie and you guessed it, I love carbs. Hi guys. So, some of you may have noticed that I didn't do my regular upload last week. Well, what had happened was, my body popped right down. I was so tired that all I wanted to do was lay down. I thought about recording, but it clearly didn't happen. My mind was telling me yes, but my body, my body was telling me no. If you thought I was going to sing that, <laughs> So here we are. New week. And guess what we're going to talk about this week? It must be obvious by now, people. We are talking about rest. Yes, man. Rest. No, I have always been the type of person who is up and productive at night. My brain starts firing in the afternoon and evening time. And as a result, I'm up late. Please, don't ask me what time it is as I'm doing this. And whether I just had a snack or not, it really is not any of your business. I might have, but I don't need your judgment. So yeah, I stay up late because that's when productivity happens for me. But please, just please leave me alone in the morning. I don't enjoy the traditional wake up times. It's like the worst part of my day. And I just want to give a quick shout out to anyone who has had to try to wake me up in the morning. Poor you. I apologize for the unpaid label to start your day. I'm pretty sure there were times when my cousin wanted to smother me with a pillow when we were in school and shared a room. But yeah, I always hear people, especially my mom, saying that, yo, you need to get eight hours of sleep per night and oh, I'm not getting enough sleep and my body going to pop down and I'm going to get sick and burning the candle at both ends and all of these things. No, growing up, I honestly just thought that that was just foolishness. Just something that people are saying and that mommy is saying. And the only way to make it stop is to just go to my bed. Alright, alright, I'm gone. But honestly, <laughs> looking back as a child, I was silly for rejecting the idea of naps or being upset at the idea of going to sleep early. Like right now, I would love to have a designated nap time in the middle of the day like just some time to chill out and not do any work and just take a quick 15 minute snooze or close my eyes i have a good friend who is a morning person and he tells me what time he goes to his bed and i'm like but all of that productive night time is being lost to drool and snoring Meanwhile, he gets up before the rooster has had their coffee and is ready to start crowing and he has done a ton of productive things before I've even hit my snooze button the first time. Now, there's a part of me that's like a teeny bit jealous. Like, it sounds like morning people are God's favorite and really they get all of the productive things done while not compromising their sleep. But with this current work from home situation, I am barely able to mentally wake up before my first morning meeting. Much less do any 
of the you know the things that are a part of my morning routine once my day has started going back to look at my planner and have quiet time is pretty much out of the window so clearly i need to make some adjustments to my routine but the question is how much sleep do i actually need to be getting the facts are based on my sleep cycle and the fact that in order to not lose the work I have to be up and productive at a respectable hour. I really am not getting much sleep. Now, as someone who wants to lose weight, something that tends to come up often in all of those lists to do, um, well, the most common things are drink X amount of water and get more sleep. Now, how am I supposed to do that when I'm forced awake by the system in the morning and then I have to work some hours at night just to catch up for the hours when my brain was stalling throughout the day like when exactly am i supposed to be getting more sleep how baby jesus how tell me how because right now there do not seem to be enough hours in the day the first thing to bear in mind apparently is that the amount of sleep that one needs to perform optimally is totally different from the amount of sleep that you can survive on without everything coming to a screeching halt. And I think many of us, especially me, have been operating on just enough sleep to be functional, but not enough to run like a well-oiled machine. According to the National Institute of Health, which is some place in foreign, the average adult sleeps less than seven hours per night. And in our current fast-paced world, seven hours of sleep sounds excellent, but it's actually a recipe for chronic sleep deprivation. Now, to put this in context for me, based on my fitness tracker's results, on average, I'm getting about five hours of sleep per night. Sounds to me like my sleep account is in overdraft, and any second now, my body is coming to repossess some time I thought I had to be productive. Kind of like what happened last week. <clears throat> now, the facts are, the sleep requirements vary from person to person. Some may be able to operate on four while others must get at least six or they're out of it for the entire day. However, it's still suggested that to be optimal, healthy adults need between seven to nine hours of sleep to function at their best, while kids and teens need even more than that. So when I was a teen, I wanted to stay up late, and I don't understand how I was expected to study for my various exams and still be in bed by nine. That was crazy. But here's the research telling me, that I needed more sleep then than I'm supposed to be getting now. And I'm not even getting the sleep that I'm supposed to be getting now. Oh dear. It kind of seems like the sleep debt is being carried for a few years. And I don't want to hear any comments at this time about how my teenage days were more than a few years ago. Like, get off my neck. Thanks. Some research was done by the University of California that indicates that there are in fact some people who are genetically able to function well on six hours of sleep a night. Now, before you run off saying that you knew you weren't crazy, this gene is so rare that it only appears in less than 3% of the population. Now, how special do you really think you are at this point? I'll wait. Yeah, okay. The thing is though, it's not just the number of hours that you're asleep that's important. The quality of sleep also counts. 
and there are a few stages in the sleep cycle that you should be aware of so stage one is where you start transitioning from being awake to being asleep and it should last about 10 minutes this is the point where if you're jamaican you understand the phrase your buck or as other <laughs> cultures might say you're nodding off in stage two your body temperature begins to drop and your heart rate starts slowing and in stage three that's where the deepest sleep actually occurs it's where your muscles relax your blood pressure and breathing rate drop and you start to secrete growth hormone it's at this stage that muscle and tissue repair actually take place the next stage or the last stage is REM or rapid eye movement and this is the stage where dreams happen of course during this stage your brain becomes more active and your body becomes relaxed and immobilized but your eyes are also moving kind of rapidly the deep sleep that is found in stage 3 and REM are the two most important stages uh, as they impact your mood and how you are thinking and feeling but you may still be wondering how to tell if you're getting enough sleep in cartoons and on tv they kind of depict someone who is sleep deprived as someone who generally falls face first into some meal that they're having but in the real world that doesn't happen often and the signs that you're sleep deprived include um something that's usually more subtle than that so you might not fall face first into your food but the thing is if you've made a habit of skimping on sleep you may not even remember what it feels like to be truly wide awake or fully alert and firing on all cylinders so you might actually feel that it's perfectly normal to feel sleepy when you're in a boring meeting or you know you're trying to push through the afternoon slump or you doze off after dinner but the truth is that's only normal if you're sleep deprived so <laughs> some of the signs that you're sleep deprived include you need an alarm clock in order to wake up on time you rely heavily on the snooze button you have a hard time getting out of bed in the morning and you feel sluggish in the afternoon you tend to feel sleepy in meetings lectures or warm rooms you get drowsy after heavy meals or when driving, which sounds kind of dangerous. You need to take a nap just to get through the day. You fall asleep while watching TV or relaxing in the evenings. You feel the need to sleep in on weekends and you fall asleep within five minutes of going to bed. Now, for the most part, these sound like me, particularly the reliance on the alarm clock the daily battle with the snooze button and the difficulty in actually getting out of bed in the morning so now we know the signs of sleep deprivation but what are the actual effects of being sleep deprived well the reality is that losing sleep is a big deal and it may not seem like one but there may be some negative effects that are bigger than just being drowsy in the middle of the day so these include you know fatigue lethargy and lack of motivation just generally not feeling it um, moodiness and irritability increased risk of depression decreased sex drive relationship problems impaired brain activity learning concentration and memory problems also 
reduced creativity and problem-solving skills, difficulty making decisions, the inability to cope with stress, it's difficult to manage emotions, oh my god, premature skin aging, a weakened immune system, frequent colds and infections, weight gain, impaired motor skills and increased risk of accidents, hallucinations, and delirium. Increased risk of serious health problems, including stroke, diabetes, high blood pressure, heart disease, Alzheimer's disease, and certain cancers. Like, whew, that, that list was just dressful, right? And I mentioned weight gain so sleep deprivation can also lead to overeating which naturally results in weight gain and this is because the hormones that regulate the feelings of fullness and hunger they become unbalanced with a lack of sleep so when you don't get the sleep that you need the levels of one of these hormones goes up which stimulates your appetite so that you want more food than normal and then the other levels go down meaning you don't feel satisfied and you want to keep eating so the more sleep you lose is the more food your body will crave and the less able you are to recognize that you're actually full so watch it in order to resolve the lack of sleep issue because Some of those things just sound mortifying to me. I don't know about y'all, but that list of effects kind of threw me. I was just thinking about productivity here, but cancer? Alzheimer's? Uh Uh-uh. So clearly I need to do something, right? So in order to resolve this lack of sleep issue, I'm clearly going to have to look into the following tips to see which work for me. You guys are free to do this as well. I mean, with the, with the exception of my home slice, I'm pretty sure y'all are not getting enough sleep. So, the tips are... First, you need to rule out medical causes for your sleep problems. A sleep disturbance might actually be a symptom of a physical or mental health issue or a side effect of some medication that you're taking. So, rule these things out first um, to see if that's what's causing your sleep issues. Next stick to a regular sleep schedule so support your biological clock by going to bed and getting up at the same time every day including weekends next tip is to get regular exercise apparently regular exercise can improve the symptoms of many sleep disorders and problems so aim for about 30 minutes or more of activity on most days but not too close to your bedtime next tip is to be smart about what you eat and drink naturally caffeine can interrupt your sleep but so can alcohol and sugary foods as well as eating heavy meals or drinking lots of fluids close to bedtime so you know just be smart about the times that you're doing these things and the things that you're consuming next tip is to get help with stress management so if the stress of managing work family or school is keeping you awake at night Learning how to handle stress in a productive way can actually help you sleep better at night. Sounds logical enough. 
if you're laying awake thinking about all the things that you need to do, you aren't going to be sleeping well. Next tip is to improve your sleep environment. So keep your bedroom dark, quiet, and cool. And reserve your bed for um, sleeping and... Right. Develop a relaxing bedtime routine. So try to avoid screens, work, and stressful conversations late at night. Instead, wind down and calm your mind by taking a warm bath, reading by a dim light, or practicing a relaxation technique to prepare for sleep. The final tip is to postpone worrying. If you wake up during the night feeling anxious about something, Make a brief note of it on paper and postpone worrying about it until the next day when it will be easier to resolve. Now, I don't know how many people can actually do that, but it is a tip for you to try. So if you are able to do that, please give it a try. So I am going to review this list of tips and give a few of them a try. And I will report on how it's working out for me. But I want to know what you're going to try what challenges do you have with resting or getting sleep and what are you going to implement let me know my contact details are in the show notes until next time bye thanks for listening